upend and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard, Glenn, back at this beautiful Saturday morning. And it's quiet before the kids get here, so nothing but my melodious voice and my squeaky stuff like my desk and my chair. So here we are. I want to thank Tim Kask for giving the idea for the subject of this podcast today. Tim Kask, I just watched the current episode of his Curmudgeon in the Cellar, which is a YouTube series that he does. And I would highly recommend it. You get some really interesting insights into the game. And it's Tim, so he always has good advice. Thank you, Tim. And he talked at one point about immersion, as in immersion into the game. The players and the DM all working on this game together and really getting into the game. It's like when you're at the table with five players and you, you've got six little projectors going on, each one in each other's heads, showing you the scene and what's going on. Their own interpretation of the scene, but it all comes together at the table and it works which is what the game is all about. And anything you can do to help that is good. We talked a little bit about stuff that helps immersion, like acting, like accents, things like that. Today I want to talk about the other stuff. And there's also props, but I want to save that for another episode. I want to talk about the audio, namely music and sound effects. Now, I know quite a few people who run games who use music Not so much sound effects, but they do use music. Some people have it going on in the background all the time, not intrusively. That's something I want to lay out at first. Any of this is supposed to immerse you in the game. If it doesn't, you end up listening to music or something like that or fiddling with buttons. Get rid of it. Get rid of it. Just play the game. If it's interfering with you playing the game, get rid of it. I've gotten rid of it in like the middle of sessions where I'm going, okay, I got to concentrate on this. They're getting into it. They're are they're in. They got the buy-in. Let's go. Okay, there's a combat. Let's go. So it's it is optional, but it does help. What I use, I use a lot of soundtracks because I find they're the most accessible and they really put you in the mood. With a few couple other things that I'll tell you about in a minute. What I use at the table is my Samsung Galaxy Tab 4 tablet. It's got an app on there called Custom Soundboard, I believe. There's a couple of them out there. But I really like this one because I can program it to the way I want it. I learned about soundboards in radio because DJs use them because they can put whatever they want on there and they've got the touch of a button. And that's what you do here. It's the touch of a button. You, you set up the button. I load my tablet with music and sound effects. And what I do is program the buttons. And it's a really nice program, too, because I can program the but I can relabel the buttons to say stuff like, okay, mystery or combat or something, whatever. But you can also do stuff like set the volume for it so you don't have to keep adjusting the volume all the time. If you want to play it in the background to something else, you can have it looped, keep playing over and over until you hit the button again. And also you can do it where you can play 
over sounds. Like, say you've got a battle going, and you want to, the guy hits you with the sword, so you play a sword clang over it. It doesn't stop the other one. It just keeps, you know, it plays over it, which is a nice thing. I like that versatility. Custom Soundboard, I think it's called. Check it out. It's in the Android store. I don't know if Apple has it. If This is the reason why I have the Android, because... A lot of people say, oh, get Apple, get the get the iPad because the battery lasts longer. Well, I'm sure it does, but there are certain apps that I want that I can't that I probably can't get on the Apple platform. Which brings me to just mentioning that my tablet it does tend to have a power problem. And a five hour game, two hours into it, it'll run out of charge. So that's why I have to keep it plugged in while I'm playing. But that's neither here nor there. What I use as far as music and sound effects go, I like to use music strategically. And that goes to sound, well, sound effects too. But I don't like it playing in the background all the time. Some people do it. My friend Matt Evans, he does it when we play on his Thursday game, a website. Because you could also do this off the web if you got connection, internet connection. I like to use it strategically because if the, People are into a scene. I'm not going to be interrupting it by fiddling around buttons. What I'm saying is I like to use music in dramatic things like combats and chases and things like that. There's a role-playing scene going on, and they're into it. I'm not going to be messing maybe like one or two sound effects. That's about it. I'm not going to be fiddling because I'm also trying to go over here trying to juggle, juggle monster stats and rolling for them and doing all this other stuff. And the, the less I can do at that point, the better. So I use it strategically. And if you use it strategically, that, that I think that makes it better. Because then they're not always listening. Especially if some piece of music comes on, there he goes, oh yeah, yeah. And it totally brings them out. I, I've got one sound. I've got the Van Helsing soundtrack. And there's one... There's this one selection I like to use because it's it's great for chases and combat and stuff like that. It's the part where the brides attack. And every time I play it, one at least one player going, oh, that's Van Helsing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is Van Helsing. But that, that happens in the best of games. So I do have genre-specific stuff that I use. I use... Things like if I'm playing Astonishing Swordsman and Sorcerers of Hyperborea, I've got my fantasy set up, but you bet I'm going to be using the Conan soundtrack, the the Arnie Conan soundtrack, because that stuff is really, that Baldometti stuff is really good. I also like to use Ennio Moroni's music for the spaghetti westerns, because that comes in handy every once in a while. I don't really I, I don't really run westerns, but every once in a while in a fantasy that comes in handy. And I've got a whole bunch of fantasy stuff. I've got the Midnight Syndicate D&D CD that I use. What other good soundtracks are good? Like I said, the Van Helsing soundtrack. If you're doing pirates, and I like doing pirates, of course, I, for the first three Pirates of the Caribbean movies, I got the soundtrack of that. But Treasure Planet, the soundtrack is a good soundtrack to use for things like pirates and adventure, that kind of thing. If I'm doing pulp, I've got the Indiana Jones soundtracks and anything. Oh, the Mummy soundtrack is a good generic, not generic, but it's a good all-purpose soundtrack to use. I really like that one. I'm sure there's some I'm forgetting. And believe it or not, 
If you go on DriveThruRPG or RPG Now, you can actually download some really good, or buy and download some really good music off there. I've gotten from Pinnacle the Deadlands Noir soundtrack for their game Deadlands Noir, and that works good for gangbusters. For, for gangbusters, I do stuff like I go on Internet Archive and look for old 20s recordings, 20s and 30s recordings. Those work real well. Another one is if you can get it from Spotify or something like that, the video game Cuphead. Get the soundtrack from Cuphead. That works well for any kind of gangbusters, Call of Cthulhu, that kind of period. Because, one, it's all music. And I, I use all music. I don't use dialogue because then people are starting to listen to the dialogue so i try to get as much music as possible without the dialogue and it's all that plus they're real long cuts so it's really easy to loop them and they really put you right into the game it's great what else there's also one in drive through that i like to use for pirates called phantoms of the high seas and it's just music for for pirate games for those kind of games that's all it is. It's a good cut. Yeah, try drive through RPG or RPG now. You'd be surprised at what you find on there. And also places like to get mu- mu- music <laughs> is jomendo.com. This place is full and they're always getting more of indie music, indie artists doing any kind of genre of music you can think of and it's all in creative commons. So you can use them if you're non-commercial use, for free. And I've gotten a lot of good things off of that. Incompetech.com. Kevin McLeod, he does some really nice stuff. He's basically the podcaster's friend because I've used his music in a lot of stuff at, at Wild Games Productions and my own things. Because he'll just let you, you know, he'll let you use the music for non-commercial purposes. And it really fits and it could really be good at a game. Okay. Let's talk about web music. And what I mean by web music is, okay, say you don't have a soundboard. Say you don't have any way of playing, no CDs or something like that. I recommend a couple of places where you can just go on the web and the web browser. You can play it right out of the browser. The one I like to use is Tabletop Audio because Tabletop Audio has sound effects that are really, really good. That you can, it's basically, you could make your own soundboard right on the web there and either use their preset soundboard for different genres or make your own. It's really nice. Tabletopaudio.com. As far as music, Radio Rivendell. If you're doing fantasy, Radio Rivendell is a must. And also there's things like Pandora and Spotify. Those, if you need music or anything else like sound effects or anything like that for your, if you want to do the programming thing like I do, YouTube. YouTube, just take the sound, take the sound off of it. That's, that's very, very well done. Well, most of it's well done anyway, but I've gotten quite a few things off YouTube too to, to use and other things like that. Anyway, that's how I set up my audio. And I'd like to hear how you guys do it. And you can tell me about it. Either drop me a voice message here or at oldmangrognard at gmail.com. And I'd like to hear how you use the audio to immerse in the game. So, time to go. 
So, as usual, keep the dice warm, and I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.